Hello everyone. Uh, welcome to the latest episode of uh, FOP FPL podcast. This is Jeku. Along with me, uh, Vinay Ashwin, uh, FPL Knight. Uh, hi, Vinay. Uh, welcome to the episode. How are uh, you? And it's been a long time, right? So, yeah. Even though it's not an international break, uh, just the FA Cup matches going on the weekend, right? But uh, we've had a busy uh, New Year and Christmas period, so that we feel even if uh, it's actually being missed by one or two days, it seems that uh, we haven't seen any match or played FPL for a long time. But it's actually been very small period if you, if you look it closely. So yeah, thanks, Jeku. Thanks. Uh, I am good, and uh, uh, like uh, like uh, over the past few weeks, it's it's been okayish for me. So uh, nothing much there to complain. Only that as a Chelsea fan, it's it's a depressing period, and I think you can understand that. How how were your uh, F- FPL weeks in the past two to three game weeks? Yeah, um, yeah, you actually yeah, said that. Uh, I think Chelsea has been the uh, probably a bit a disappointing one uh, in the last three. Um, it has been a mixed uh, FPL wise for me. Uh, I think I had a red arrow in uh, game week 16, but then uh, a good game, uh, green arrow in game week 17. Um, um, 79 ended up with 70, uh, 77 points. It could have been actually even better. Uh, with uh, um, I mean, James Justin, uh, players like James Justin, where um, it was. There, he was on nine points at one point, and then uh, he uh, ended up taking the clean sheet. Uh, sorry, ended up taking an yellow card and conceding the clean sheet in uh, just a matter of minutes, and then uh, yeah, down to one point. Um, and also, I've got Saka on, on bench. I was uh, strongly considering him to actually play against, play him against uh, ahead of uh, Calvert Lewin. But then, um, yeah, um, I, I, since it was West Ham, I didn't really, um, I thought, okay, maybe uh, I should give uh, DCL a chance. And then, um, yeah, eventually uh, that was six points again uh, gone. So other than that, most of my decision uh, went uh, my way, got lucky with Dias, and uh, yeah, I have, whom I benched and I played uh, uh, Mitchell ahead of him. So uh, that also worked out. So, um, yeah, 77 points, uh, good green arrow, uh, now under 200k, uh, just under 200k. Sorry, actually, it's slightly uh, 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 above 200k, 212k now. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to the um, game week, uh, uh, blank game week 1890. Um, how was yours? So, since our uh, previous podcast, right, so I think we had quite a little bit of uh, unpredictable week in which in game week 16, if you remember, uh, like... Uh, uh, City as well as the Spurs matches got cancelled. So uh, I had bought Kane and Son after a long time uh, with the view of using them uh, versus uh, full versus Fulham as well as versus Leeds. But unfortunately, the Fulham match got uh, uh, like postponed due to the COVID and also uh, the City game. And actually, uh, that game week because of the Leeds asset I had, I, I had brought in Rafinha also, and there was. Uh, Dallas points unexpected uh, the differentials it's it's good to see when the differentials click right so uh, Dallas and Robertson actually saved me that week and actually pushed my rank to around 77k that week and that that is the highest rank that I had uh, throughout the season and even game week uh, uh, 17 started pretty brightly with Son and Kane uh, uh, like delivering 
but uh, uh, at the end uh, you see lot of uh, uh, other highly owned players even southampton clean sheet uh, against liverpool was unexpected right and foster who was on who was on our bench Uh, he got a clean sheet. So the bench players for me, uh, I benched Dyer also, expecting Leeds to score, but unfortunately it didn't happen. And uh, I ended up with sixty seven. It's good. I had a five k rise, but uh, yeah, uh, with uh, I expected much more with when Sun and Kane hold. Uh, so maybe the Liverpool blanking and other highly owned uh, players not uh, present in my team. uh that that would have caused that uh, and uh, even arsenal i think a lot of players br- uh, brought in arsenal defense or uh, like uh, arsenal uh, midfield uh, with a view to use them in game week 17 that also uh, uh, hurt the or a little bit but nothing much to complain because i i uh, it's it's better than a mini green arrow is much better than having a red arrow right so yeah. i think yeah you are a very good uh, green arrow in game week uh, 16 i believe um uh, so whereas uh, some of us um, i think uh, i but uh, there were a few people where um, who missed both uh, burnley and um, west ham clean sheet though they have we had actually coverage from there so uh, taylor got injured after like 10 minutes and uh, sufal got benched for uh, fredericks so that was like uh, 12 points or 16 points actually kind of i mean including a potential bonus uh, uh, was actually missed so uh, yeah i mean things like uh, uh fine uh, uh, things like that actually it didn't really go away so it was a disappointing game week 16 for me I, uh, it was like 36 points but um yeah i managed to uh, climb back uh with the game week 17 points so that that's good so um yeah i, I think it was a contrast a con- a contrasting weeks for actually us um you had a better 16 week whereas yeah, i had so- a better 17 so if you if you check the uh, if you combine the two weeks right so i i wouldn't mind that climb because uh, uh, that actually helped me like uh, even even with 60 i had only 67 points it's not only because like when when you say most of our peers and including you have 70 plus score so uh, nothing to complain there but yeah the the climb there was little but i got uh, balanced and nullified it with the 16 uh, yeah. climb as you mentioned so yeah we move Uh, i think uh, I, i if if you don't get red arrows no everything is good and it's, it's <laughs> in our game week 1 and 2 and 3 pods and all we we actually thought this could we could end up with this 100k rank by the end of game week 38 so this 100 and 200k rank coming within this short period is actually uh, it's actually the luck that we have so so nothing to complain much yeah i mean i, I certainly can't complain i think it was my uh, first red arrow since game week 7 so uh, So yeah, um, so yeah, what eleven game weeks? Just one red arrow. Certainly cannot complain. That's too much. So <laughs> okay, so uh, back to the topic. So uh, I guess we uh, we certainly are going to cover the blank game week eighteen and uh, uh, double game week nineteen. So do we have anything in particular? Uh, it's it's even though uh, uh, that's the basic agenda that we have. I still uh, don't know if what uh, it's it's the ideal scenario that we'll provide uh, an information. We know uh, there are a lot of matches which are under pressure. Uh, Villa training ground closed. Uh, we got the news last week, and uh, they couldn't actually field a team against Liverpool in the FA Cup, and they the under twenty three players played. So we we don't know whether the Villa's first match could take place in game week eighteen, and also there are talks that. Uh, Villa Newcastle match could be rescheduled in game week 19. So uh, Villa Villa players is actually uh, like it's it's a tricky period whether they could end up with zero fixtures in game week 18 and end 
with four fixtures uh, in in both the game weeks like it, uh, there are also talks about triple game week in game week 19 so i'm i'm not sure if that's even possible even if uh, rescheduling takes place so a lot of chaos there happening uh, if spurs uh, can't uh, because i think spurs and villar are the main players that uh, most of us carried around for the weeks uh, hoping that they won't blank in game week 17 and also a lot of uh, asterisks to what we say in terms of fixture movement but we can't help it right uh, the game week starts day after tomorrow if i'm not wrong uh, and i i i hardly think uh, there could be any announcement before that and similar to game week 16 most of the postponement could happen after the game week starts so it's 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 a period whether we don't know whether to use uh, i was personally uh, uh, of a plan of fielding around 10 players without a free hit because i i thought 10 players is good enough and also uh, the core team of city spurs and all were covered uh, except arsenal so so uh, i have to rethink all those plans as well so having said that uh, we have to uh, provide a uh, ideal information of of what what would be uh, the best players to choose from these two game weeks if all the fixtures that are currently announced uh, do take place so that's one thing that uh, we'd like to cover uh, the the maybe you can call it the must have players or uh, if if i am i have uh, an option or a budget to get a player from these uh, main uh, teams who have a match in 18 or a double match in 19 whom would i go for we can we can put in that way and uh, obviously the the captain analysis that we do uh, in every week so that's basically the the agenda for today yeah um, you actually rightly said about villa so that that's the uh, most uncertain uh, thing whether they they're going to play in 18 and uh, most important 19 i don't really think uh, there is a triple game week chance i mean i know there has been some early conversation about villa newcastle but now that uh, we know both villa and newcastle went out of uh, fa cup so there is no pressure on fa to actually kind of put into 19 so they can probably uh, put in the same week as one of those fa cup matches so oh, those uh, weekends or midweek so uh, and the, those, both the teams are not really in europe so potentially not uh, a triple game week uh, but yeah um, if the uh, if they're back in training and if there are not many uh, much damage uh, further damage then um, it it's uh, unlikely that okay 19 might happen but 18 um, is uh, still up in the air and uh, as you right as you said uh, we probably won't hear anything on 18 before the deadline so uh, yeah it's it's uh, it's very frustrating because uh, some of the guys uh, uh, example, i've got actually uh, four players from um, both villa and spurs so that means i was uh, looking set with what 10 11 players for uh, game week 18 and all of a sudden if that four is gone then I'm, i might not have a goalkeeper i i won't have three of the good players like son um, kane uh, greenish so then all of a sudden my le- uh, team actually looks weak if i could get the information before uh, deadline maybe i could i can think of uh, playing a free hit but i would play is a different question uh, but i can at least plan for it but um yeah um you you may not, uh, you may not hear any information before uh, uh tuesday deadline so that's the difficult thing for the fpl managers for this week so yeah let's start with the team for uh, blank game week 18 especially the uh, uh big uh, uh matches uh, and uh, the kind of players we are actually uh, going to target so should we start with the arsenal crystal palace 
I thought uh, why not start with the main team uh, who has put in the uh, the shift in the gears right now and who have a beautiful set of fixtures in game week 22. Let's start with Manchester City is what I say. Okay. I think all my all our viewers would be like uh, even if you are people who are not using pre hit right uh, with our uh, like personally I have two FT I I am actually thinking to bring in more city players at this point of time than Arsenal players obviously because they have a double game week in 19 as well. So uh, I think uh, we can start with City. Then next, maybe we can cover Arsenal, who who are also on form after the uh, win against Chelsea. Sure. So yeah. uh, uh, if we consider City, uh, they are actually uh, becoming a team. Uh, like initially in our previous uh, pod, we mentioned how solid they were defensively, which still holds true. And if if you consider uh, City defense, they are actually still uh, in the second the uh, these shots conceded, but. the first is actually full ham but they have played one game less so if you see it as a uh, shots per game it's still uh, manchester city and they have the least sot cons- uh, considered and we have seen how solid uh, the partnership of dias and stones are turning out to be so they are actually putting man of the match performances uh, from that so you, you can imagine even in the fa cup match against united stones was the man of the match so so that's basically due to the goal as well but we have seen the clearances and the tackles and how uh, coordinated they are and how how uh, city uh, I, i i haven't seen this solid uh, solidarity in defense in city even uh, in 17 18 or 18 and when they were flying high but uh, those in those periods i think they dominated with the attack uh, and also having scored two to three goal, go- goals right the opponents also would be demotivated from that period so i think those periods were mot- uh, uh, like guided from the attack perspective and the defense they didn't have this much job to do uh, but uh, this time uh, we we have clearly seen how how uh, they are building up so and uh, e- even the other stat of uh, xgc uh, they are second least compared to uh, fulham i think fulham have uh, uh, solidified the defense a bit in the previous game weeks as as we seen so so the defense of city is one thing but uh, we uh, in the past uh, game week against chelsea and also against united uh, we have seen uh, city uh, having a great creating great number of chances and i think against chelsea they could have had even more uh, with the way they played and maybe it's a turning point in terms of the attacking assets that we ignored uh at the, uh, during because uh, uh, like most of us had sala and de bruyne and uh, son or kane but uh, then we removed uh, kdb because of the lack in the attack and of the value so we we all of us uh, i think we we had that discussion so i don't want to repeat it again so but i think it's the right time maybe to jump in ship with the manchester city attack uh, whether to double up or not is is one thing uh because i'll 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 cover some of the stats of players but uh, i think triple city is one one way to go to manage all this for it's it's common for people who are not using chips and people who are using chips uh because it's it's uh, it's a team uh, they have a fixture in 18 which which eased all these decision making in in that aspect so uh, i think the first name uh, that should go uh, in in a city attack uh, uh should be de bruyne uh uh the one the only part that de bruyne uh, missed uh, in all these stats we we mentioned how he is high in all those xgi stats and how he is good at creating and nobody is there to finish uh, the uh, the goal scoring perspective of de bruyne was limited to penalties till last week 
and we saw last week he being utilized as a uh, false nine and he played as a striker uh, where uh, because of which he was able to get in those position to score that goal against chelsea so we don't know whether that would continue but uh, uh, with uh, uh, fernandinho and rodrigo uh, pivot that uh, pep is using right now and with the advanced perspective of de bruyne playing behind the striker even if uh, jesus or aguero plays i think he's the best value add uh, in that team in terms of attack and uh, the the only other player that uh, we we consider because of the we, we know the pep roulette and uh, the uh, the minutes that these attackers have so uh, from the guarantee perspective also i think he should be the first name that should go he is the best uh, in terms of the uh, chances created in the last four game weeks the big chances i'm telling he created five big chances in uh, four matches in the 30 i'm considering 13 to 17 because of the Uh, proximity and also it's it's better to consider uh, a limited or uh, more recent uh, stats rather than the old one and even the minutes per xgi he's he's actually second in terms of uh, 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 that uh, just behind bruno and uh, so i think the first name that should go uh, from the city attack should be de bruyne and uh, whether the sterling's case is a kind of tricky for me right now people that i mentioned this in the group as well people who want a punt at this point of time and who want who are daring uh, can go to sterling because uh, sterling thrives in this uh, uh, the, if you see the fixtures in game week 22 i think all of them are city are facing teams which are uh, outside the top 10 and all of the most of them are home fixtures as well which is actually uh, like sterling has pretty record uh, in in home fixtures against this uh, some of these most of these teams i guess and uh, also it's it's just a you can we can also think that you no know, if if you uh, all he needs is a little a bit of confidence uh, after scoring maybe one or two goals against one opponent to go uh, and score uh, in the other fixtures uh, the only negative part is the last few game weeks the trend of sterling has the shooting trend i don't know if if, if it's something that pep has forced him to do uh, because he's he's shooting a uh, very less compared to what he used to and he's mostly trying to assist uh, either uh, who's playing as a striker or either foden or uh, the other winger who's playing because that's why i think his his xga numbers are high up and he uh, is actually actually uh, second in xa uh if you consider the last uh, four game weeks so he's second with 1.82 and he's actually more than kdb as well uh, from the assist potential perspective yeah But actually the- what is coinciding uh, with that uh, thing is couple of points is one is um, uh, sterling yeah i mean the, what he said is right uh, sterling has got um, higher i mean very rarely you actually see he has he has got a better xa than uh, xg He has got uh, something like 1.8985 xa uh, in last five game weeks but if you uh, look at some of the things uh, pep said for example pep um, was talking about why um, the kdb was actually preferred in a false nine position and he talked about sterling at that point and he clearly said he he prefers sterling to actually stay wide and then if you remember the conversation sterling had some point uh, uh, a few months back was when mendy is playing mendy keeps that width and sterling can always cut inside but then uh, if sinjunga is playing sterling had to stay wide and sinjunga cuts more inside uh, in in that sort of a game so which actually uh, uh, tells why sterling has to stay wide in quite a lot of games 
Uh, unlike, I mean, maybe it will change when Walker comes and when Cancelo is playing. When Cancelo cuts a lot of a lot inside, so that that's why Pep actually keeps uh, Sterling towards that, uh, keep that width, and uh, that's uh, that's because that's how he actually become a more of an assister rather than actually taking all of a shot. Uh, and um, yeah, uh, just just thought okay, I'll just point that out. Yeah, yeah, fair point. But but I also think the intent, right? Uh, even even when we have seen a lot of matches in which uh, uh, Mendy uh, played, and uh, Sterling at least had. Uh, so it's it's my personal observation from the last two matches that I think he overdoes. That's maybe one of the things. He, yeah, probably he, because of his misses. <laughs> yeah, so he he has the opportunity and he doesn't. He waits for the defender to come in, and then out, out like when the opportunity is lost, he he tries to pass it. So maybe that's one of the reasons as well. Uh, th- that's also due to maybe lack of confidence because he's missed a lot of sitters. We've seen in the first ten uh, or ten to twelve game weeks, right? We we have like uh, a lot of people who own Sterling uh, constantly uh, kept him because he was getting those chances. But he like I I I personally saw a couple of chances in which he had those one on ones against keeper and he didn't miss. And he 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 missed those uh, chances. So I think that's the confidence issue I was telling about. So maybe one haul against like Brighton is without Bizuma uh, this week, and I think that uh, the defense uh, uh, thing, defensive thing uh, that they have, I think uh, he he was pretty solid in that uh, covering off for those defenders. So maybe that's an opportunity for him uh, to have a haul and. I think till twenty two is one one of the good options to have, but my still uh, my favorite will be KDB among uh, if you consider the attack. And no, I think uh, I think the way we look at it is if you actually structure that point. Um, you you mentioned uh, that okay, uh, if you look at the fixture, City has got Brighton in eighteen and then nineteen uh, double K week, and then West Brom, Sheffield, and Burnley from twenty to twenty two. So if you are going to triple up, then uh, as you said, uh, yeah, one option is uh, KDB. Sterling is definitely not an alternative to K- KDB, um, uh, especially because uh, with the latest stats and the way he actually plays. So and, and now um, the others have actually started chipping in as well. So KDB might get that assist and uh, penalties points and everything. So and then, uh, uh, like we mentioned, we have the defense uh, dice. So one of those dice, cancel or stones, uh, actually giving those points. So the question is about um, who is the third. I mean, are you are we going for a third attacker or a? Uh, I mean, second attacker or a second defender. So that's the kind of a question we are looking at. So uh, Sterling is one option if you have the money, uh, but then um, what are the other options? Is basically the question from City. Yeah. So uh, as I mentioned, right. So uh, for people like I'm pretty happy with the way I'm going in my ranks. You no, know? I don't. I know it's it's right from this rank perspective to a thousand OR or ten thousand OR. You no, know? it's it's no, it's not a it's it's a very big gap. Uh, so uh, people who want to play less risky, the defensive aspect uh, I told about City. It's my personally, I would prefer uh, a second City defender than an attacker right now. But if if you have Sterling, right? So it's also about if you get Sterling, you have to sacrifice another premium attacker from your team, either a Son, Kane, or uh, Salah. I don't know. Uh, but Salah has a double game week in nineteen, so that's the thing that you have to choose. And also, uh, where, where would you go back to a three-five-two because Bruno, Salah, etc. Are, are undroppable at this point of time. So how how would you go about it? It's it's about team structure as well. Whether do when you include a second city attacker, but it's it's a good thought to have because 
if you try, it, it, I think it's the only period where the city have so many easy fixtures coming together. And um, uh, Sterling, uh, if you remember, in the last uh, uh, project restart, I think all of us went to KDB, and only few people, I think, switched it rightly at that point of time with the Sterling form, and he got that hat trick in game week thirty four or thirty five, I guess, and and was able to rightly able to capitalize that uh, form sheet and and that uh, fixture for City. So if if it it could well be a, a start for Sterling's haul, but. Uh, for people who are playing defensively i think two city defense with one with kdb is the way to go and sterling if you have the appetite and the cash and ready to take that extra punt maybe i think there are good chances of getting rewarded but i'm 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 not sure uh, with the form right now i mean uh, the way i i'm looking at it is um, say for example if i'm hearing those news from villas first in 18 that okay if it is off then you suddenly freeing up the spurs resources you don't really need kane or son i mean we can discuss that in detail uh, because of the higher ownership but i personally i don't really think i they are must have for uh, until like game week 23 so if you when we are talking about nice fixtures from city it is 18 to 22 which is coinciding with the fixtures where spurs has got a tough run so maybe we can actually uh, people can do a son to sterling Uh, for those game weeks, and it's a good pun. It's a good uh, third attacker. Uh, uh, I mean, second attacker from City, and he can take a punt on that. And if it comes good, uh, obviously that's uh, you're actually uh, going to make some good rankings instead of a, uh, a second defender. So it, it's it's a good shout, uh, but it's up to you whether you want to actually uh, go that way or not. Yeah, uh, playing with Son and Kane is again playing with the OR. and uh, the effective ownership right so if if it goes wrong uh, it could you could uh, the, the upstake of that is high but uh, you could fall badly uh, if if sun or kane uh, they facing sheffield in 19 so that's one of the big decision that you make whether like last game sheffield seemed like not playing at all for their manager with the the kind of goals that they conceded so i'm not sure if so that's that's one of those tricky decisions that we have to manage yeah and uh, so uh, other options from um, yeah the other option from uh, city so yeah you already covered uh, the defender so is there any uh, attacker we kind of uh, uh, looking at i mean what about an option uh, of gundogan uh, gundogan for his price is actually quite valuable around 5.4 but uh, in terms of stats for a nfpl player perspective yes he's getting the goals and the assist but i think when i went to the stats his stats actually are in quite uh, impressive in terms of uh, like uh, for to go and also since you're spending 5.4 why not spend an extra 0.3 or 0.4 and get uh, dias or uh, cancelo who who are like not sure about nailed on aspect of cancelo now this since walker is back but if you consider about dias like he is nailed on and the defense is quite solid at this time i would but uh, like if the boring six pointer is okay for me from a 5.8 asset rather than trying a punt because uh, i think for, for that price bracket no there are a lot of other punts available from other teams uh, like uh, there are leeds attackers at this price point and suchak is there uh, obviously who is, who is who is one of the uh, great picks for double game week 18 so since he's not that uh, uh, when comparing to the other 5.4 assets like rafinha or suchak or even saka 
uh, who who I'll cover maybe uh, when you cover Arsenal. There are a lot of options available, and that's I I don't know if you should waste one city uh, uh, spot uh, for Gundogan uh, when and uh, but. Uh, i think the, the choice is then if you take gundogan you have to take another spot from for uh, another uh, team like a defense from arsenal or a defense from uh, the uh, uh, other teams so i think city defense at 5.8 is better than taking gundogan at this point of time yeah i agree with you i mean especially because of the alternate options available um so uh, i had a quick look at uh, uh, some of those uh, sub six midfielders uh, just to see okay how gundogan is actually performing against those um, uh, rest of the uh, players like uh, like elgarsi saka suchek um, and rafinha so Uh, if you look at uh, some of their stats over um, the one player which is far ahead of everyone else is elgarsi so uh, and he he's the only one who has got penalty duties as well so irrespective of the penalty duties his uh, numbers are quite high uh, even from expected goals expected goal involvement and everything uh, even the goal attempts is so high and he had basically like 27 goal attempts or something uh, in last 5 uh, game weeks 16 shots on target so he is far ahead and uh, even if when you compare uh, uh, other players uh, saka and suchak is ahead of uh, gundogan uh saka has got very good stats which we uh, uh, which will cover as part of um, uh, arsenal but um, even suchak has um, we have seen that okay uh, west ham uh, has got decent run of fixtures and uh, suchak has been one of their uh, target uh, point especially with the uh, set pieces and um, um, headed balls so uh, so yeah so that is um, um, since we have those alternate options under six maybe um, uh, that's a very valid point that okay you don't really have to spend that 5.4 there rather uh, take one of those other uh, sub six midfielder and you can match that uh, point with a second defender from city yep and uh, in terms of uh, defenders from city i think uh the the first name should be for uh, dias because of the nailed on uh, aspect and uh i was one of those people who who boarded the stone strain when he was 4.8 now it's due to i think a lot of people have joined since then the ownership is now around 7 7 more than 7% and he he is he, the, since the partnership is continuing i think he also is the next nailed uh, defender in city at this point of time and cancelo due to his uh, like but personally i think i uh, cancelo would be one defender i would like to have but there is always the asterisks of uh, uh, whether he would be on bench so when we heard the news of walker having covid we thought he'll get a straight run of games due to unavailability of any right back but walker is back within 10 days and he's even playing so i'm not sure and cancela has been continuously playing as well so not sure if then the next three game weeks right 18 plus double uh, 19 i think one of the games maybe he will get a rest but other than that from the attacking perspective is absolutely brilliant he is actually a uh, uh, top in xga cancela for the last uh, 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 four game weeks and he's top in xgi as well for the defender so we have seen the uh, like he has replaced robertson chilwell and all who used to be dominating in the first 15 game weeks and now cancelo and he was pretty unlucky in terms of not getting assists all these game weeks with the quality of chances he's providing uh, he brought a beautiful cross to aguero last week whether he could have not laughing uh, uh, the week before that where he could have scored so he's been unlucky in that part and we have seen him 
like more advanced compared to walker occupying those uh, midfield positions at uh, at times when when city is on attack so position wise and attacking perspective wise i think cancelo has the highest ceiling and it it's a choice that you have to make you no know, whether cancelo would get more points in two game weeks compared to the boring six from the stones and the dias who have a chance of bonus also without uh, getting an attacking return compared to uh, cancelo so it's it's a uh, choice now that dias and cancelo are both at 5.8 so uh, it's it's not about a price decision as well so but maybe for stones uh, people who want to save a little bit extra i think uh, can can opt him so i think these three are the only defenders that i would consider and uh, ederson at 6 i'm not sure a lot of uh, if you like ederson is it's not that ederson is getting save after save so i don't know the bonus perspective is also less so i i don't think he's he's uh, he's one of those options uh, people would prefer uh, two of these three defenders which i have mentioned yeah i think uh, we have uh, uh, covered uh, city very well so shall we move over to uh, arsenal we have uh, noticed that okay the arsenal has actually turned their uh, form uh, from uh, the match against uh, chelsea which is in uh, game week 15 so if you look at uh, last three game weeks uh, if you look at the stats arsenal topped the open play xg 5.57 in last three and they have scored eight goals um, and that is second only to uh, even if you look at chances from open play and all um, they are second only to leeds so and they also have what nine uh, big chances so if you look at the uh, stats those stats which i was actually pointing out before game week 15 they were always a mid table or at uh, the bottom half so that that certainly means they have turned it around and we have actually seen that some of their players have started scoring um, like uh, started uh, uh, coming up on our radar in terms of fpl assets so uh, the question uh, for vine i mean do are we uh, so what is the plan for uh, arsenal i mean do you have got any specific plan for arsenal well uh, if if you're not i'm um, i'm um, uh, the thing is with my current team first i'll tell uh, personal uh, what my plan is in terms of arsenal and then maybe the ideal uh, for those people who are at least free hitting or those who have wild carded maybe so for personally i i told you like i i think i would choose uh, city players right now uh, uh, amongst if when you compare uh, any all uh, other teams so the first target with the fts would be to bring in more city players uh, and obviously uh, that would do the job for game week 18 and 19 as well and uh, so uh, it's uh, and for 19 i i'll take a double game week team uh, compared to arsenal so I, i'm currently uh, even though they have uh, up their form uh, if if i had all those city players and those united and spurs players with me and then i had an ft this week i would have gone for a national player yes and uh, that that's where i am right now and uh, the thing is th- uh, the uh, advantage with arsenal players is that there are a uh, lot of players in every uh, positions who are a value uh, they are not high hitting uh, we can't there is no capable material right now but they are pretty good in giving value to what their price is like for example uh, saka uh, i think he is their best player in terms of xgi uh with whatever uh, data that you mentioned right in terms of uh, arsenal scoring with the amount of xg so and obamayang he has slowly found a bit form maybe i'm not sure but he's there up till 12th right now in terms of 
uh, XGI perspective. And Smith Rowe, uh, he's actually been a good find uh, as a number ten uh, 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 after Ozil. I think the the only thing that Arsenal lacked was a creative uh, player who could play in that attacking midfield. I think Smith Rowe has easily fitted in, and I, I think he's going to continuously start for them. Uh, I'm not sure if the age uh, factor uh, would contribute to the uh, inconsistency, but at this point of time, he seems to be pretty consistent. Uh, he's also climbed its way to uh, top ten in the last three game weeks in terms of uh, assist potential, uh, for, and also uh, Lacazette. He's actually found his uh, uh, touching goal form, and if you compare all the players' uh, uh, last three game weeks, he has got the best uh, goals, um, uh, the the minutes per goal. Uh, he's, he's scoring in every eighty minutes. and uh, another player would be tierney uh, from uh, the defense who uh, has created seven chances uh, and is sits third in in all the defenders so as i mentioned uh, there are uh, uh, like even even after che- after playing from chelsea they have won against uh, uh, brighton and west brom uh, so it's it's not a very uh, the, both of them are Aren't great opponents, but uh, and I'm I'm not sure. Uh, in the next game is against Crystal Palace, and uh, even I think for 19 also they have uh, a decent, pretty decent fixture. Uh, so the thing is, uh, I'm not sure any of us would cap an Arsenal player in both of these game weeks with the City and the other double game weeks options there. So uh, the the val the max thing that we would do is find enablers from this team uh, when you go like uh, maybe since. if you can say for me bisuma is suspended so maybe if if i had those city players i would have used that ft for bringing in smithro who is 4.4 and maybe saka uh, who is 5.2 uh, as as that option and um, uh, also maybe now since dcl is out of form and he also doesn't have a double game week so if i had my double game week covered i would go for a punt with lakasad who is 8.3 so not much of a difference from uh, dcl's price so these are the uh, and i'm i'm not sure if any any of us would uh, go for obamang at this point uh, in spite of arsenal's uh, improvement because of the price and also because of the uh, large number of options that we have and even when we are even trying to fit how fin sterling I'm not sure if we'll go with Obamang. Maybe maybe Tierney uh, is is worth a punt uh, if if you don't want to try a double West Ham. Uh, maybe as an alternative to Cresswell, maybe. Uh, but then there is double game week in 19 also. So so it's it's a very tricky thing to manage. If I was on a free hit, uh, I would definitely have at least two Arsenal players this week. Uh, uh, not in nineteen uh, because I would take double game weekers, but in the blank game week, I think I definitely would have had a couple of Arsenal players. And I think since it's Crystal Palace and uh, they they're not great at attack, maybe I would go for Tierney as one of my options, uh, and I would cover a one Arsenal defender in my team. And the other would be either uh, Lacazette or uh, depends on the team news and whether he's nailed to start or not. But uh, one of Saka or uh, Smithro also would well have been in the team. So this is where I am at, uh, considering uh, Arsenal's performance. Yeah, I mean, uh, just to add on to that is, uh, uh, like I said, um, um, he is clearly uh, top on uh, quite a lot of stats. He is leading with five big chances in last three among strikers uh, under, uh, and he scored uh, three of them. So, in contrast, for example, uh, Watkins had four big chances during the same period, but he hasn't scored anything. So, uh, 
Um, so, so the like I said, from a, a chance perspective, from a big chances perspective, from goals perspective, is uh, clearly on top. But uh, one thing to note is uh, his four goals are actually from 1.8 xG, uh, which includes a penalty. So if you really look at xG non-penalties, it's not really uh, very hard. So he's kind of uh, converting quite a lot of uh, chances, uh, whatever he receives. So maybe we can say he's uh, overperforming or he's actually quite confident. So you can actually kind of put it uh, both ways. So uh, like I said, at 8.3 is a very good shout, uh, especially on free hitting. Um, so I mean, I was, uh, and if you look at uh, Crystal Palace, they are one of the uh, worst in terms of uh, chances conceded. So uh, and big chances considered as well. So um, it's, a, it's a very good shout in game week 18 uh, when Arsenal plays against Crystal Palace. And if you're especially on a free hit, I would, I would really go for a triple Arsenal and uh, um, and like I said, will definitely be one of them. Uh, I get, get got your point on um, Aubameyang. I mean, irrespective of the stats, irrespective of Arsenal doing very well, uh, Aubameyang's stats hasn't really improved much. He's uh, still behind uh, Saka and like I said, on most of the stats, I mean, Saka is what? Uh, 7 million cheap than or 6.5 million cheap than Bank. So it's not really uh, uh, worth actually going. At least uh, the stats are not telling us um, uh, going uh, for Obamang is a better choice. He's actually uh, not really, I mean, his positioning is also not um, really good. So I'm not sure what is actually go, um, going wrong with him at this point. But um, Saka, again, um, it, it is an interesting prospect. I think irrespective of um, the uh, free hit, whether you're actually on a free hit or not, He's a good enabler, uh, as you rightly mentioned. And uh, so we, uh, there was a comparison between uh, Saka and Smith-Rowe in last uh, three game weeks. So Saka is what, 5.2, whereas Smith-Rowe is 4.4. So the stats is quite uh, ahead for Saka in most of the things. Uh, he has got two goals, one assist uh, when compared to Smith-Rowe, who is playing in a number 10 role uh, with two assists. Uh, XG 1.17 versus 0.51, XA 0.57 versus 0.65 is probably uh, kind of same. But X, uh, Saka had uh, something like eight shots against uh, two for Smith Rowe, uh, seven shots in box uh, for Saka. So he is clearly uh, on informed player. But when uh, Arteta was also mentioning that Smith Rowe also will get his chances, and uh, he has been basically asked to uh, get into the box. Uh, uh, maybe taking more shots as well. So, so yeah, I mean, both, both are good shots. Uh, Smithrow is probably a good enable if you're actually looking for a replacement for uh, somebody like Bissum or any other 4.5 players. Uh, you can actually, uh, uh, he's a good shot. Other, or alternatively, maybe you can look at getting both Suchek and Saka. So, it's like a 5.2, 5.2, and then uh, both are actually quite uh, doing quite well uh, in compared to the uh, some of those. Uh, forwards, for example, like Watkins, for example. So, uh, and I mean, another option from uh, the midfield was Martinelli, but uh, now we're hearing the news that he got uh, an angle twist or something, so he's injured. So that's, uh, he's clearly not an option. Uh, so from defense, uh, like you mentioned, uh, Tierney is a very good shout. Uh, alternate options are either you go for a Leno uh, or uh, you go for a Holding, who is uh, uh, quite cheaper. Uh, so, but Tierney uh, attacking, he has uh, clearly uh, caught our eye in the last game. He has been attacking quite well and looking at uh, the fixture, um, especially uh, with uh, Crystal Palace has got problem on their right back. I mean, 
client has slightly improved it, but uh, their right wing also uh, always were considering quite a lot. Uh, so, uh, so Tierney ha might actually get some chances there. So alternate options are either you go for Leno uh, or um, or a holding. Uh, a holding is a good enabler, uh, but I think uh, on a free hit, I'd prob uh, probably prefer uh, Tierney over the other two. Uh, do you have any uh, any any other suggestions from that? I think it's pretty much uh, same. I'm not sure uh, uh, from the right back perspective, Bellerin or even Maitland Knights could also play. So and uh, that that's one thing. And I think holding and the Mari Arthik uh, since Arsenal is keeping uh, it tight at the back right now. Uh, the the defensive stats aren't that impressive, but it's better than that what they used to have uh, in the last few, before uh, they got the win against Chelsea. They are still, uh, even if you consider the last three matches after winning, no, they are ex the goals considered, they are 13th with around 4.45 uh, XGC. So, I'm, I'm not telling they have defensively improved so much. But yes, if you want to consider one person, as I mentioned, uh, with the attacking aspect also, uh, Tierney is the one. And... Uh, uh, holding, I think, because of the price, many people have jumped the ship early, uh, considering the 17th blank and all. So, but people who have him, uh, they can keep him uh, without uh, bringing in an extra Arsenal defender. But people who don't have a TNE is the one uh, clearly because of the nailed down aspect as well. Cool. Yeah, I think with that, uh, we can move over to our uh, third fixture, which is uh, Burnley Manchester United for game week 18. And uh, we can also talk. Uh, Briefly about Manchester United in game, uh, double game week 19. Yeah, talking about United. Uh, so, is there any? I mean, obviously, uh, Bruno is a uh, ever person in all the teams. So, the question is about about is there anyone other than Bruno? So, we had a look at uh, some of those stats. So, Martial is uh, probably okay, a good shot in terms of stats and everything. He's actually in the top five uh, in terms of uh, uh, on the attacking stats wise. But uh, the rotation with Cavani is a concern for him. So, is he worth a shot? Um, no, not 100% sure. Um, and I had a look at uh, Rashford as well. Again, his start is not really the best. Um, he was probably, he's not even in top uh, 15 in terms of any of those attacking stats in terms of XG or XGI or XF, for example. So, um, so yeah, so that is uh, the kind of the situation with uh, uh, United. Do you have... Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts, uh, Vinay? Uh, I think, uh, as you mentioned, we only need to know whether we need to beat a second or a third United player uh, as of now. And uh, these, uh, obviously, the second uh, United player would be from attack rather than the defence. The, I'm not sure if uh, when was the last time they kept a clean sheet, uh, United. If I quickly have a look... Uh, yeah, against Wolves, they kept clean sheet. But the the clean sheet uh, uh, before that was against Manchester City in game week 12. And one before that was in game week 9 against West Brom. So, it was, it has, I think the number of clean sheet has been pretty less for United uh, defensively. So, uh, 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 and also, uh, if you consider the attacking intent, I'm not sure uh, the, the short less uncertainty is a problem for me uh, to consider both of them as FPL assets. And also, Van Bissaka is uh, is not uh, one of those assets that we have seen who constantly provides uh, uh, the FPL returns in terms of attack. 
so even though last week he did but that's that's pretty rare in what i've seen bonus points are definitely there and also none of them are cheap all of them are above 5 so um, even maguire who is nailed is 5.4 so those are the instances in which we think uh, like it's better to go for a city defense or even a, a, a spurs defense who are very good in terms of uh, xgc considered like to go for a dire or uh, uh, even uh, you, you go for a regalian so that depends on that aspect as well but yeah, there, there there are certainly alternative options when you, when we come to united defense i mean uh, yeah. like you said um, united defense is not really looking great even in terms of underlying uh, stats they are kind of mid table in most of the cases so they are basically like uh, 10 big chances considered in last 5 uh, game weeks seven uh, goals considered over that period so uh, and if you look at the goal attempts considered so as well they are kind of mid table 72 goal attempts considered in the last 5 uh, game weeks so that's uh, uh, what uh, in um, i mean only like a very few teams like uh, newcastle burnley sheffield crystal palace leeds west brom they are uh, the only team who is worse than uh, united and so and you uh, and if you look at the attacking stats of those defenders even maguire is actually not uh, not really or showing any sort of attacking in them as such lindelof was actually showing better but then he got injured so now um, uh, bailey is actually partnering so uh, and uh, van bissak had that one of assist apart from that uh, his again stats are not really looking that great apart from the bps points obviously because of the tackles so um, yeah i mean i agree with you i'm not 100% sure whether um, we wanted to really go anywhere near the uh, united defense so the cho- question was more uh, probably between uh, rashford and marshall and uh, uh, back to those uh, conversation yeah marshall stats are uh, probably slightly better than uh, uh, rashford comparing those two they are not cheap i mean uh, marshall obviously has got cavani rotation rashford is 9.4 so uh, obviously we have got i mean is that, that's a valuable uh, midfield uh, slot i mean is he worth actually going for uh, those uh, fixtures i'm not i'm not 100% sure so um, like like you said there are uh, obviously better value elsewhere but uh, the, the point is they they've got decent fixtures i mean like they've got full full am against in uh, 19 and uh, uh Sheffield United in 20 so it's 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 an okay uh, it's probably a, a very uh, decent fixtures i mean uh, but again i'm not 100% convinced whether um, rashford is a good shout for even uh, considering that fixture yep i agree so uh, whatever may be the situation i think all of us would carry bruno sala and de bruyne definitely because of city's fixtures till 22 so there are only two slots remaining and one of them have to be cheap uh, like cheap i mean uh, uh, if even if you go with a five midfield the other two can't be above 9 or even 9.5 right so that's how the, the fifth midfielder uh, should be either grealish or a, or a midfielder who is below 7 uh, because to to make your entire uh, structure uh, work so is rashford uh, going to be your son replacement i'm i'm not sure but in free hit if you consider this week if spurs match is off uh, and even if it's not off rashford is a good shout for this this month this uh, week's free hit team and if you consider game week 19 i think there are other options which are there like uh, if, uh, if, if, even if you consider free hit no there are a lot of other uh, players to consider 
like i mentioned about uh, using sterling if you are to be hitting in double game week 19 sterling is an option and then you've got uh, basically the likes of uh, wardy for example in um, game week 19 who has got yeah. uh, very good uh, home fixtures so uh, and and uh, actually wardy is a very good example if you look at uh, even bef- beyond uh, game week 19 he has got uh, everton and uh, leeds and fulham after uh, game week 19 so he has a very good run compared to united so maybe uh, it's probably a, a better alternative i mean even if you are not really going for the likes of sun and kane then uh, maybe what is actually a better alternative uh, compared to rashford i mean is at, at uh, attacking stats even without penalties um, what is attacking stats are, are actually looking better uh, compared to rashford yeah pen obviously we have the bruno cover so that's yeah. that's that's what the point is So uh so that's about uh game week 18 the question about uh, uh other i mean if we are on free hit what are the other players you would be covering i mean obviously the other matches are uh, Wolves uh, Everton and uh, uh, Villa Spurs and Newcastle Sheffield so uh talking about uh, Villa Spurs i mean we already have uh, covered Villa and Spurs extensively uh, in our previous episode so we're not really going to get into any of those players as such i mean the obvious likes of uh, Sanan Kane and then uh greelish uh algarsi and uh, um and what uh, sorry watkins for example from um villa as well as uh, some of the defenders from there so uh, i think um, my question is more like okay if we uh, don't hear the news i mean if you don't really get uh, any news about that particular match before game week 18 what do you have any specific plans if if you don't have any news i would go with my current plan because i have two fts so i don't want to waste presuming that the match would be suspended and then utilizing my free hit for that if there is solid news definitely i will consider because then the number of players i have would be around 6 even if i use my ft so and also today we saw uh, leeds losing against crawley so what i saw one of the tweets from ben that uh, this means that uh, fulham if they win the next two matches which is unlikely in the fa cup if they uh, since uh, leeds are also out leeds versus fulham is one sure match in game week blank game week 29 so uh, some positivity news uh, in that aspect so if if things don't work i may well uh, may well use the uh, free hit option this week if i don't i am not able to fill at least seven players uh, you see so that's where i am at and to answer if i would consider any other players obviously triple city is one if you go for a free hit then uh, son and kane for the ownership uh, con- uh, like uh, conversion perspective then uh, one player would be greelish maybe and from arsenal uh, we have already mentioned right uh, lacazette or even tierney those those two would be my choices and uh, burnley man united obviously fernandes and maybe a punt on rashford if you want uh, just to fill up the numbers of the midfield like son bruno kdb Uh, Grealish or uh, Son Bruno uh, uh, Sterling Grealish or Son we, we can that's up to you to uh, do the permutation and con- uh, combination from these uh, main teams. Uh, the other two uh, fixtures are Wolves Everton and Sheffield Newcastle. So uh, I'm I'm not sure if anything like uh, if if uh, after choosing all those premiums you have if I have any fund remaining I would. Uh, choose maybe one of the defenders from wolves maybe 
that that's one of the or even netto like but i'm 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 i don't think uh, like that that's a far fetched thought uh, there are enough midfielders that could be field in a free hit team and even everton um, i'm even if james is back i'm not sure uh, like wolves away is pretty difficult fixture for them i'm not sure there will be more goals uh, that's one thing and sheffield and newcastle uh, there is a high chance and nil nil is written all over uh the Sheff- sheffield would feel try to get even the least one point that they could get and newcastle with their uh, default uh, uh, six at the back formation they, they could uh, well sit behind and uh, try to uh, get that one point i'm not sure so uh, not willing to risk that aspect but if at all i go i'll go with a sheffield defense uh, that uh, match uh, that will defend match- ahead, uh, ahead, ahead of a newcastle defender yeah that's what i think because uh, <laughs> maybe it's it's like there there is there's, there's no point discussing the because none, none of them, them matters <laughs> I, i was actually i was uh, um, uh, if i uh, was actually taking a free hit i probably uh, would be taking darlo uh, i think that was my uh, thought uh, from that match um, and if i pick anybody else from that game probably it's i mean it's going to be wilson but i'm not sure whether i will go anywhere near sheffield at this point i mean i know the underlying stats of sheffield has been okay uh, though they are not been scoring anything mm. but um yeah but they are not really convincing exactly uh, talking about i mean you uh, kind of briefly mentioned about uh, uh, everton as well everton um, obviously um, before uh, the injury if you look at uh, the games which uh, dini and Coleman and uh, Hamis has missed, so they have completely changed. They have uh, ch- uh, played at a uh, kind of a different uh, strategy, different style of play during that game, and that was clearly reflecting on the uh, stats. So Everton, if you look at last uh, five game weeks, they are rock bottom in the XG from open play with just one point five, and. but if you look at the number of score uh, goals, actually they scored. They have scored six goals over that period. but just one of them is from open play couple of them are actually from penalties and there are like three or uh, something goals from uh, corners so see, i mentioned i mean all, their open play is uh, 1.5 and then i had to look at their xg uh, set play and they are on the top 5 i mean they are uh, top 5 along with the likes of um, brighton aston villa and burnley so that is how their uh, strategy or the style of play has shifted i mean the likes of mina and uh, those guys have been actually attacking quite well uh, in the uh, set play of a thing so do you expect that to i mean even uh, even if you compare the uh, dcl stats i mean he has got better uh, stats actually in the uh, set play compared to the open play so so it kind of definitely shifted towards that but kind of way um, we are i mean expecting them to uh, come back and maybe with the return of uh, their creative plays they probably will start creating more uh, that's what the hope is so if that doesn't happen i mean there's a uh, there's always a question mark about dcl because with the likes of other players now emerging especially uh, some of the other uh, uh, budget uh, players especially on the midfield so maybe uh, there's a chance that okay people will slowly moving uh, slowly move efforts from the any uh, from the likes of these uh, dcl towards other players so uh, so that that's a kind of question about uh, uh, everton but then if you look at wolves 
Bulls have been continuously shifting from back five to back four. So, and uh, if you look at the stats, their defensive stats are quite poor when they play back four. I mean, obviously the attacking stats are quite improved uh, when you uh, when Nuno plays back four. So that is the reason he actually prefers to play back four. But uh, because uh, without Jimenez and everything, he's actually clearly struggling uh, to create any chances or I mean convert. Um, he probably need more chances to actually get goals. So that is why he's kind of preferring to the back four. Also, maybe uh, he was missing uh, Boli uh, with injury and everything. So, but uh, from a defensive stats perspective, when back four is played, in, being played, uh, they are conceding, uh, conceding quite a lot of chances. So that also kind of, I mean, so if that is a preferred uh, formation in 18, then uh, probably that will in, uh, improve the likes of uh, DCL. So, uh, do you actually prefer any player from uh, uh, Wolves Everton other than DCL? Uh, Neto would be a shout. I think I I liked his stats and how he played. Uh, Do you he, go anywhere near says? Uh, no, no. Uh, I think I told you right. So if, whatever be my formation, if, if we had five midfield or four midfield, I would go with just three defenders this week. Okay. And I think those three defenders would be from Manchester City and Arsenal. Uh, compared to the attacking potential that I see with size, because I feel more safe uh, if, if on a free hit team with uh, maybe double city defender and Tierney, for example, uh, uh, from Arsenal than uh, having size in the team. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not that size is cheap, also. If it were 4.5, I would have considered he's five, so yeah, yeah, nothing fun yeah. there. So, yeah, he has been attacking quite well on set pieces, and that's one of their, uh, I mean, Wolves is seeing uh, certainly seeing an opportunity there. Uh, apart from that, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, it's, there is no real uh, point in actually going anywhere near uh, these two things. Before we move into uh, 19, I think one uh, player with his, uh, who's worth shout is El Ghazi. I've briefly mentioned that. Uh, um, along with the likes of Grealish, if you look at the El Ghazi's uh, stats, um, he is having, obviously having penalty duties as well. So he seemed to be a really better shout uh, when compared to, for example, Watkins. Uh, Watkins is not really because he has uh, his underlying stats are poor or anything. His stats are quite good, but his misses are quite high. So um, um, he hasn't really scored anything for some time now, right? And uh, El Ghazi, uh, he is top of XGI table for last five game weeks, and uh, that he matches uh, Bruno on that. And that's not because of his penalties. I mean, if you look at XG, he's actually um, top of XG as well. So, and XG non-penalty is actually uh, top as well. So, it's not just penalty uh, why he's actually top. And in terms of shorts and everything, he's still um, uh, quite good. So, uh, and he has been a, uh, he has been a uh, real good threat open player as well. So, if you, uh, from that perspective, he's a good shot at 5.7. So, uh, so if we are going on a free hit, uh, I mean, but yeah, obviously you don't know about uh, Villa, uh, but yeah, he's a uh, he's he's a good shout. Um, uh, if we, for example, we have got double game weeks or something in uh, 19, for example, I think that uh, covers uh, 18. And uh, uh, is there any team which we uh, are planning to cover in 19? I think we have covered the major teams. Uh, who have double game weeks. The other notable mentions in double game week 19 would be uh, Leicester, who have a match with Southampton and Chelsea, both at home. Uh, then there would be West Ham, two good home fixtures against uh, West Brom, 
and uh, burnley in game week 19 and also liverpool uh, who have in because uh, they don't have a match in 18 they face man united and uh, uh, they have burnley at home and chelsea uh, is is could be a punt uh, since having seen many people uh, taking out the chelsea players in the team so chelsea face leicester away and fulham away and leeds uh, who have faced brighton and uh, leeds who have another home game uh, against southampton so these teams would be uh, i think uh, the major choices of people who already would have wild carded in 16 or people who are free hitting in 19 uh, i think uh, other than city and uh, uh, united uh, these are the other teams that they would be targeting in a game week 19 it's what i see Okay, and uh, uh, what about West Ham? Do you uh, have a look at uh, likes of Anthony with Haller gone now? There are no other strikers. Uh, uh, with uh, West Ham currently, uh, I haven't looked at Anthony's stats because there's nothing to show. Uh, <laughs> the only hope is that uh, uh, like any news in which uh, uh, Moyes uh, Moy guarantees that he's fit enough to play two games. Yeah. So uh, that that's the only thing I'm looking at. But even that would be risky, right? so at this point of time uh, the the top choice from west ham would be the defense obviously uh, it's not that great uh, mid tableish xg stats and all but the only thing is they are facing two uh, teams who are uh, not very good at scoring uh, like burnley yes in set pieces but west ham is good enough to uh, uh, mark any uh, they are the team who scores in set pieces i think that they are good at defensively at that as well and against west brom who are, are currently pathetic in how they play uh, they considering goals for fun so west ham defense would be one that i consider right now and the the main guy would be kufal uh, but uh, the other thing is uh, even uh, for in terms of kufal also i've seen a bit of rotation we have seen balbuena is no more nailed uh, whom we thought most of lot of people bought balbuena in wild carders uh, for the bench boost because of the cheap price now we saw craig dawson is a direct competition so i think only two nailed uh people are there that is ogbon and creswell kufal is the next best yes but uh, 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 due to the timing of the matches i'm not sure if if uh, he'd play both that's one thing people who already have should definitely keep and play him but i'm telling about people who would want to bring in west depth defense right so from their perspective the safe bet would be uh, ogbon and creswell creswell being uh, the standout because of the set pieces but he's 5.3 so do, do, that's the catch there and but stat wise kufal is up there he is the seventh best in terms of chance created and he is the sixth best in terms of assist potential so he's there he's backing up all those stats the only part is fredericks uh, who yeah. who who played a part and he did well i guess so if they want to if moyes wants to rest kufal uh, for a bit then he already has a very good option so that's the only thing putting me off from that uh, bring yeah the game week 16 disappointed may actually come and bite us again so yeah uh, not sure if it was due to the birth of his child but the uh, rest was also due he played all the matches continuously so uh, and he was he was playing at wing back also right so he he had, like not like creswell and other defenders who who uh, like don't have to run much compared to what kufal did so that's one of the reasons maybe an intermittent rest but he could that that's the only thing if 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 in doubt Uh, uh don't do it so that's that's my uh, point 
and from midfield perspective uh, the standard option would be kufal uh, both bowen and fornals have gone down in terms of their uh, potential uh, they they used to be uh, bowen used to have good stats uh, three four game weeks back in terms of xa and xg it has dropped a bit and uh, suchek has uh, stepped up in so he's he's uh, uh, it's not great but for the value he's actually 10th best in xgi from that perspective a uh, 5.2 uh, midfielder who is good at set pieces and who is 10th best in xgi i think he's a good enabler uh, uh, for that uh, fifth midfield if you are even if you are bench boosting or uh, if you are playing five man midfield for the double game week so these uh, west ham defense and then suchek would be my choices uh from west ham's perspective um yeah i, I think i, I mean with, with fabianski injury as well we we're not 100% sure i mean um, um so yeah like you mentioned i think it's a spot probably more on the defense uh rather than attack uh the west brom and uh, uh yeah, bowen and uh, foners for example um they have been subbed in between as well so um one i think they were subbed around 45 minute mark uh, because of the performance so yeah as as you rightly mentioned uh, their performances have gone down uh, uh, in recent matches so yeah it's not um so it's is kind of as i mean the question is more about whether antony is fit if he is fit uh, and if he can play uh, two matches in uh, between the gap of 3 days then he's uh, worth a shout Uh, but other than that, um, yeah, Suchek yeah, is probably the only attacking option we can. Yeah, if Antonio that. is fit, I think I can see a lot of uh, DCL to Antonio transfers. Yeah, it could free up a lot of funds for uh, uh, like upgrading mid or defense. Uh, but I can see a lot of transfers going that way. Yeah. Uh, so uh, going back to the other teams uh, which you already covered, so Liverpool. Uh, obviously um salah is uh, kind of ever present i mean there are some uh, some players who are actually going with money instead of salah but um majority of them are with salah so assuming salah is actually there in uh, uh, most of the teams do you actually suggest uh, i mean i know you are a robertson owner uh, so he's probably the second in the list uh, so do you actually suggest anybody uh, from uh, liverpool uh, for the double uh, game week 19 so i i am a robertson owner but uh, my plans for him depends on uh, whatever uh, uh, the fixtures uh, and the game week 18 plan right so uh, i i'm i'm thinking whether to drop him or not uh, because of the of slump in pools performance and also uh, like if i'm getting a city defender uh, it's it's for a very good number of game weeks so that's one thing i'm thinking currently so uh, other than that i think none of the pool players are up there like mane is there he's scoring but he is very expensive you know so you need only one pool attacker at this point of time and uh, we we have lot of other there is bruno kdb and all to cover uh, the other premium options so the, uh, and the, uh, in terms of uh, defenders the only best uh, person is robertson in terms of stats uh, he's he's the i think he's the only consistent player in liverpool's team the entire team if you consider from game week 1 to 17 Robertson has been the only consistent player uh, in terms of attack as well as defense as well, and uh, like fingers crossed, he's the only person not having missed a game uh, due to injury or other thing. Uh, so that that's uh, so that that's one of the reasons he's there in my team for 17 games. He's the only player I have like rest all of uh, the 14 players changed in my team uh, barring Robertson. That's the one thing uh, that has kept in my team. So. I think the only second option would be Robertson. I would not triple up a pool at this point of time because one match is Liverpool United. No way, it's easy. 
uh, even though it's tough uh, for uh, 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 away game from uh, united perspective but liverpool are not in the uh, uh, height of the confidence at this point of time so i, I could see a draw like uh, manchester united getting a draw not a victory maybe they'll uh, they'll try hard enough to keep that anfield record uh, three year record so and we have savala covered and the only thing that is putting me off earlier he was one of my stand out triple captain options because of uh, his record against united and also the second game being burnley but the recent performance of san city subside could like uh, have has opened another option of de bruyne uh, also so that's that uh, one one tricky decision that i think everyone would would face so yes nothing apart from this to add on uh, pool uh, i and even even though the performance against villa is that those are under 23 players but uh, maybe the goal for mane and sala could be a booster uh, for them i think that's why klopp played uh, because sala had blanked for three game weeks right we saw it's the first time since he came to fpl or epl that he's blanked for three game weeks in a row so that could be a major booster for sala as well so maybe it turns uh, the fortunes for liverpool and they start scoring again <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't. I don't really think we have got any other uh, outstanding ones from uh, uh, Liverpool. So shall we move across to other teams? Uh, um, uh, Leeds. Yep, Leeds is one of my favorite teams. Not because uh, one of the reasons is I have triple Leeds as of now. So I have Bamford, Rafinha, and Dallas in my team because they are very good enablers. Uh, D- Dallas, uh, even though he started pretty poorly, he's been excellent value for that money as of now. I think uh, he's in the top. He's in the sixth position. He's matching Chilwell. He's clo- come close to Chilwell. He's into seventies points. So the top being Robertson at eighty. So you can see how good he has been at that four point five value that we uh, bought him, and uh, he's consistently giving attacking returns as well. So goals and assists. and uh, he's the sixth best in terms of all defenders in xgi and uh, the other notable mention from leeds would be alioski uh, since there is no cooper eiling uh, has been playing the cb role as we have seen and alioski uh, dallas is being forced to play right back and alioski is playing left back and alioski is making those runs and we have seen him getting those goals and uh, because of the nailed down aspect and also uh, uh, the other things i think uh, the order would be first priority obviously would be dallas in terms of defenders then alioski and then eiling that's the, that's the order that i would follow yeah cooper came back today i think he played actually today so uh, yeah. cooper is back but still uh, they are mis- missing coach so cock what whoever it is so uh, that means uh, alioski might still be playing and also we have seen that okay even when cooper and cock was actually playing alioski was playing on the left and uh, dallas was Dallas's on the midfield yeah yeah so um, so yeah i mean you may still uh, because of his form you may still actually uh, see alioski playing and yeah i mean his uh, runs has been quite good on that left hand side and uh, the attack perspective the number one choice would be bamford uh, ownership stats everything uh the i think he's the cheapest player to break into uh, 100 mark 100 pointer mark uh, absolutely amazing uh this uh, year uh, so uh, he could have had more if he was his finishing would have been clinical but nonetheless uh, we have to keep him in the team because of the unpredictability of leeds as well uh, the amount of chances they are creating the second options would be harrison uh, uh harrison or uh, it's it's a fine line harrison has the stats with him but he is not converting those uh, pretty well and also the odd times at which he is being subbed out 
uh, Harrison, we have seen cases in which he subbed out at 45 minutes, subbed out at 60 minutes, and all. So, so that uncertainty is there. Uh, both Rafinha and Rodrigo are their uh, uh, good, uh, able second choice uh, players. Uh, Rafinha, I went for Rafinha because of the assist potential. He's actually tenth best in terms of uh, uh, XA creation, and the flair also, uh, uh, the kind of movement that he has, and also I think is a Brazilian, right? So that form and flair could is very attractive in terms of uh, I think producing a moment of magic, for example. So those are the things that uh, I looked into, uh, and the, the number of shots that he's taking, no. He's, he, although he's assisting, he's whenever he gets an opportunity, he's shooting as well. So that's why I went with uh, Rafinha, and the price was for five point four also. Rodrigo is also a good shot, but that's like you have to give away striker's position. Uh, he's also good, worth a shout. Uh, uh, like if if you want a DCL replacement, uh, uh, Rodrigo is one option together with Antonio. Uh, he's uh, uh, he's now consistently starting. Uh, but he's out of position. He's playing in midfield, but uh, he's getting into his position, getting those chances as well. I'm not sure if there is a brace or a, a high haul return in him, but consistent four or five one assist here and there for that 5.7 price is okay. If if you want to go cheap, uh, if if only striker's position is up for free for you. So like, yeah, we have some check. Yeah, Rafinha's stats has been actually slightly better than Rodrigo, uh, yeah. and he has been more nailed. Uh, the, my my worry with uh, Rodrigo and Harrison is, as whenever deals actually look for any sort of uh, uh, tactical change or something around 45 minute mark, he always exactly. go for uh, this sub. For example, today against Crowley, um, he subbed out. Uh, Uh, Rodrigo at 45 minute mark to get um, uh, Harrison in, so he that that's the kind of uh, thing. I mean, he's uh, he he was always uh, pretty harsh with this uh, sort of tactical change. To I mean, harsh in terms of harsh to the FPL managers. So that is the issue with uh, Rodrigo. But otherwise, um, as you mentioned, um, he has got very good uh, stat um, uh, and he has been taking good positions in terms of. Um, those uh, converting those chances as well so he's a good shout uh, 5.7 is a good enabler as well so uh, so yeah i mean um, so between those two uh, maybe uh, rafinho i i think uh, i i prefer rafinho and rodrigo ahead of harrison because uh, harrison um, especially in the uh, recent matches is uh, is actually gone off a bit so that's why the the sub i mean you haven't really seen a sub of harrison's early in the uh, the game uh, season But uh, in the recent matches, you have actually started seeing quite a lot. So, um, besides seeing something different, uh, probably might be the reason why Harrison gets up. So, um, yeah, that's a, a thing. And Bamford, obviously, yeah, you don't have to really talk about him again and again. He he is in top five all the time. And uh, as you mentioned, he has been uh, recently has been missing a chances, and his his uh, uh, goal goals delta is actually the top. Um, and like he scored only two goals with uh, expected goals of 3.43 so yeah, he's clearly underperforming so um, hopefully uh, he will turn it around and uh, um, yeah would we'll be actually scoring but then, anyway he's uh, present in all the teams so it's not really like a differential anymore right yep so uh, what is left for 19 i think uh, uh, we have chelsea and leicester left yep so the so, uh, games in which they both face each other no so uh it's a fine line and uh, depends on the future uh, fixtures as well so uh, if you see leicester fixtures after game week 19 it's pretty decent there is everton leeds uh, fulham 
pools uh, and all and also since they are a top four team i think they would continue to perform in that way unless there is an unpredictable uh, slump of the slope uh, some of the form uh, that uh, uh, they have and uh, in terms of chelsea they have uh, uh, wolves burnley both at home and then there is spurs again away and then there is couple of good fixtures it's kind of uh, decently mixed fixtures for chelsea so uh for chelsea i think uh, uh i'm not i'm not sure anyone would consider more than one player from the chelsea team because they have ample players available from informed teams at this point of time uh people who kept faith uh, no, who tried their luck out in chilwell uh, even when he was injured and uh, happily found out that he could play next game he would try to keep him maybe Uh, but i could see the redu- reduction in his value people would still sell him because uh, the chelsea is no longer keeping clean sheets so unless and until we we see that spark again in terms of uh, keeping clean sheets it's going to be difficult and uh, also uh, we have seen uh, like very less uh, from the attackers as well uh, uh, like from the likes of werner and uh, like uh, this striker i think obviously uh, it's it's just a problem right now for lampard uh the the uh, uh, wingers are fit so whom uh, earlier uh, the problem was to keep werner uh, uh, there was an option to keep, keep werner on the wings and then strikers up front uh, of tammy or giroud but now think wingers i think he would definitely use authentic wingers from now on seeing how poor werner was on the wings uh, so uh, i think uh, from the out of all the three wingers are fit right now so they would definitely start the only problem is uh, who would start uh, as a striker so and maybe because of the team he faces he would choose i'm not sure werner would be the default striker today he got a goal yes but i think frank would use uh, the striker who is more suited to the game so the nailed on aspect is really uh, there and uh, the only nailed on players in these attacks would be uh, uh, ch would be definitely there uh the pulisic or uh, hudson roy one of them based on the form i think uh, pulisic hudson roy deserves based on the form but uh, pulisic adds that extra uh, unpredictability and flair right so so i think he he would he has that extra nod uh, uh, ahead of him uh, compared to hudson roy so the i think only these two players are nailed if you if, if i want to predict a chelsea lineup right now and those to play uh, and there are two games right if you consider double game week it should be nailed for both the games so if i i'm not sure if the same striker would start the next game also so that's the because of the unpredictability and because of the form i think apart from a one chelsea defender maybe maybe it's it's worth a wait and watch uh, for chelsea what do you I would, say i would not actually yeah i would not uh, um, i i agree with your point uh, around chelsea defense i mean uh, chelsea has been uh, the best uh, um along with the likes of city uh, from a defense perspective uh, for some time and uh, if but if you check uh, last five game weeks uh, chelsea has uh, really regressed a bit in terms of uh, uh, big chances conceded goal attempts conceded goals uh, as well as so um, consider like 10 goals in last uh, um, five game weeks uh, 12 big chances uh, 70 uh, goal attempts conceded so it's it's yeah it's it's kind of a mid table or mid to uh, bottom half kind of a range now so no longer a uh, i mean there was a time where um, people have like double chelsea but no longer a case now so 
Um, so yeah, if you have difference, yeah, you keep on. I mean, like the so like the Suma uh, something, yeah, you can keep him. And especially that's primarily because uh, the Chelsea fixtures are quite good after ninety. So uh, you can keep, and uh, you may have some value on him. So uh, it's worth keeping him. But will I get somebody in nineteen? Uh, probably not. Um, even not uh, James. I'm not hundred percent sure that he will actually play both the games. So. Uh, So yeah, because of that, uh, um, yeah, that that's the, the not not yeah not really convinced with Chelsea in terms of defense uh, that way. Attack, yeah, I mean uh, as you rightly mentioned, um, the confidence is uh, quite low. So uh, it's a punt. Um, probably can go uh, for CH or something, but a mount, for example. But again, uh, those are punts, and there is definitely better value elsewhere. Yeah, thank you. And uh, Lester, uh, do you see anybody other than Wardy and heavily on Justin? <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure I will go for a Lester defense because I don't see them keeping clean sheet in both the games. Uh, both Southampton and Chelsea are able to score uh, against Lester. And if you have Justin like uh, you, it's worth keeping him because he He's might be a monster defender. defender. So yeah, so he he might get an attacking return. That that's it. So. You could keep him because of the fixture that follow as well, but uh, I would not pick a Leicester defender at this point of time. Maybe uh, the second attacker that would come close would be Madison. Depends on his uh, fitness. He's been out injured on and off. So last game also uh, we saw uh, him having s- small issues there, and he's currently flagged as well with knee injury. Barnes, I don't think would be in, uh, would be playing both the games. Maybe minutes he'll get. Even Tigelmans, but at six point four, we have we have discussed already under six priced, uh, nailed in form, good double game week players. Uh, no need to go there. So I think uh, man, Madison since it's seven point one, it's a far fetched punt, uh, which which is which is not required at this point of time. So just Wadi, I guess. Cool. I think uh, that's it for nineteen. Uh, uh, Any anything else you want to cover? I think fairly we have. Are must-have or go-to players from all these teams. The rest is up to the strategy. What yeah, do you sure. want to build? Yeah, like bench boost or FH or and I'm not sure whatever planning we do. It's it's all gonna we go waste when COVID strikes and the fixtures are postponed. It's one of those years in which how how much planning we do. We need a little bit of luck as well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, one of the one of the teams which I was, uh, um, or one of the matches I'm really looking forward to in game week 19 is Southampton against Leeds uh, because of their uh, similar style of thing but contrasting style of play. So uh, that uh, match can be really high scoring. Uh, really depends on how that turns out. So um, so yeah, I mean, if you uh, that that's a good point. I mean, if you really uh, want to go uh, near. Ings or uh, Adams, uh, that probably would, would be a good punt for uh, Southampton Leeds match. I think that's probably the only sh- uh, shout other than whatever we have already covered. So, uh, shall we quickly move over to the captaincy options uh, for 18 and 19? Some of the players we have already covered, um, like uh, Man City, for example. So, uh, so from 18 perspective, so we already covered uh, KDB from Man City. Uh, is there anybody who's worth actually? Uh, uh, Giving a shout for eighty. Yes, uh, I think second one would be Bruno Fernandez with his absolutely brilliant away record. 
having just blanked once against burnley who are tough but i think uh, all, all we need is one penalty right so even last game week against villa he got uh, like uh, uh, it's not a joke but yes uh, I, we can be absolutely sure like unlike someone like salai bruno scores a penalty he'll get the maximum bonus Bonner, because of the way yeah. he yeah because of the way he plays creating chances and all now always there is an assist potential also right so i think bruno bruno is there and i think the third uh, would be someone from spurs i'm i'm too afraid to cap anyone from arsenal at this point of time yes they are in form but uh, that unpredictability is still there so son maybe against villa uh, because i think villa uh, Uh, are going to counter attack maybe i am not sure at home uh, they want to keep playing the possession game because against top sides we have seen they they try to counter attack so maybe an op- opportunity for uh, i see that's a low scoring game um, because both teams are very about their counter attacking and spurs probably will be sitting back uh, in that game mostly i believe i kind of have a feeling i don't i mean i can't, could be completely wrong but that's the kind of feeling i'm getting from that particular match but i think around Uh, i think 70% or even more 80% is going to be one of those game weeks in which we have we will will see a majority capping uh, uh, man city asset because of the fixture yeah united i mean uh, i'm i'm I've, i've actually seen uh, something like uh, uh, an odd stats where bruno with pogba and without pogba so um his numbers are quite uh, better when um he plays without pogba um with pogba he's kind of shifting a bit wide and uh, uh so uh some of the uh, minutes big chances shots inside the boxes big chances created and everything is quite better uh without um without pogba playing so if if we have any sort of news where around pogba then uh, maybe uh, bruno is a better captaincy option compared to kdb but i think that that's the kind of final details we are looking at yeah i agree with you otherwise it's i think uh, it's between bruno and kdb for 18 uh and uh, uh over to 19 so again i think it's a similar kind of a, a thought with uh, liverpool mix added so it's between kdb uh, sala uh, bruno to start with um Whereas obviously Salah and uh, K- uh, KDB's fixtures are slightly better than Bruno. Um, I mean, assuming that uh, Bruno might not. I mean, you never know. Uh, you can't really predict the Liverpool United match. How? How? Uh, just because of a match is in Anfield, that's probably the only factor you can consider. Other than uh, that, I mean, you can't really know. It's it's it, you know, it's probably going to be a low-scoring match. But you you don't know who's actually going to score there. Yep. And so. Uh, a punt captain would be wadi maybe i think lester would score in both the matches and that there is high chance of wadi being involved yeah. or at least i can i can smell a penalty in one of those matches so he is a very good shout out of uh, outside the main teams of uh, uh, united liverpool and man city and uh, there is not much cap options from west ham i'm not daring enough to go for a suchek cap uh, how about a crossfield cap <laughs> enough of uh, capping defenders and uh, <laughs> in double game week i'm i'm done capping all those things like right now it's time to like do the obvious sometimes doing the obvious is the best decision rather than i think you already are, yeah i agree i mean you already have a lot of premiums uh, available for 19 so i i'm yeah. not sure why would we go for a, a crestwell or a defender cap yeah. but, uh, you know so, uh, yeah 
similar to wadi i think bamford is also a, a good option considering yeah. leeds at home they would definitely score i'm not sure about the outcome of the match but definitely there would be goals and there would be high chance that uh, bamford is involved so he is definitely worth a good shout and uh, not to forget sterling i think uh, along with kdb i think if if you are daring enough to go for sterling so if if you if you have decided that you will bring sterling so i would recommend maybe cap him uh, just for the the extra explosive uh, like potency like you have already taken the risk of bringing him in so i think he's he's maybe the uh, upside of uh, him clicking high because you already have kdb Uh, so why not take an extra bit of risk of and and cap him so yeah the only the only issue is city has got basically uh, three game, uh, matches in a uh, matter of a week so uh, will he play all the three uh, that is the question so that is where the captaincy uh, uh, thing is a uh, a challenge mm-hmm. so we uh, he got rest today uh, didn't he so i think yeah, yeah. uh won't be a problem because sterling has been known to play most of the games and unless and until he is performing badly and it's a tactical choice i don't think uh, because of fatigue he would be rested cool i think that with that uh, uh, we can wrap up this uh, episode yeah so, um so yeah i mean uh, just just to conclude uh, conclude guys i mean we still don't know about uh, spurs villa match uh, so uh, try to uh, keep your uh, transfers as late as possible and uh, hope we uh, hear some news about uh, that particular match before the deadline if uh, so well and good otherwise uh, stick uh, i mean so, uh, both of us will be basically i mean i'm certainly sticking to my whatever plan is and uh, hoping uh, for the luck that okay yeah, the match will happen Uh, but um, if we um, get to uh, know about uh, that particular fixture uh, well in advance before the deadline, then uh, maybe we can uh, look at alternatives and say, okay, uh, maybe even consider free hit for eighteen, for example. So that's uh, my plan. Anyway, good luck with everything. And um, it's it's. I mean, uh, you can't really do anything about eighteen, nineteen because it's a uh, um, it's pretty close. And uh, if we it's a matter of luck i mean some people may not have uh, many coverage from those play uh, those matches getting cancelled but that's uh, down to the fpl uh, luck and everything so you can't really do much about it and uh, yeah um, and good luck for your uh, uh, upcoming uh, blank game weeks and double game week and it's a, it's a chance where we are going to probably uh, make some uh, rank up against those dead teams or those inactive teams so uh, um, it's it's where the uh, active teams ca- can get some advantage so good luck with it yeah i think uh, very well said uh, jay regarding the making your transfers as late as possible so at this point of time it's it's not worth uh, gaining the unless and until uh, you're sure about your transfers and that you need them but uh, even that is under threat now because of the covid and the fixtures so no longer uh, so that decision of whether uh, i have the exact amount to bring x players is also under risk because there are high chance those players might miss the game week so uh, i think uh, it's it's uh, i think the information is worth valuable than a point one in your team value and maybe even a hit uh, if if uh, if the matches goes and uh, goes forward and if if you had if you do your initial plan also it's much safer to do those transfers once you know absolutely that they are safe to do so so that's the only uh, advice i want to give at this point of time other than that uh, think stick to your plans stick to your instincts uh, it's going to be a tough period for the non wild carders maybe 
uh, especially the bench boost, lot of bench boost comes in game week 19. I think non-wild cutters, they wouldn't bother much during use the bench boost, but rely on the other FH or uh, triple captainship, I think. So these two weeks could be tricky in term in turning uh, the, the rank movement and all, but if, if you survive this, then uh, there's, there's good amount of double game picks coming up. So maybe, yes. This this especially for uh, people like me who, who are not bench boosting. So <laughs> that, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, thanks, uh, Vinay. Thank you, everyone, for uh, uh, listening to this. And uh, we'll be with you after uh, the double game week 19. Uh, until then, uh, goodbye.